Welcome to the QKB Community Spotlight. Uh, Queensland Kettlebells is a friendly gym in East Brisbane practicing strength for life. On the spotlight, you'll find out a little bit about what makes our awesome members tick, their hints, tips, and why they do what they do. My guest with me today is Brent Cunningham. Brent is a, my- is a myotherapist and an exercise physiologist and runs the business Better Kinetics. Um, welcome to the podcast, Brent. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Piers. So, look, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you found our community and what you do during the week that I haven't no. already stolen from you. Oh, no worries at all. Well, I just would like to start with saying this is really exciting. It's my first ever podcast and I'm a self-proclaimed podcast addict. So, <laughs> pretty sure I won't be long and I'll be Tim Ferriss status. Just just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's easy to do, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And just write a few self-help books and I'll be well and truly on my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I am not great at talking about myself, but I would describe myself as a pretty easygoing and patient person. And I heard you recently say this, Piers, and I think that summed up what I I definitely am in life, and that's a collector of information. Mm. So anything that I become interested in, whether it be cooking, training, food, I generally will want to try and learn as much as I can about it. And yeah, just really immerse myself in all of the information. I'm a standard nerd, definitely a standard nerd. And so learning is what gets me out of bed in the morning. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, so look, just tell us a little bit more about, about how your, your week looks or what a normal day might be like. Yeah, no worries. So I am lucky enough to be a lecturer at the Endeavour College of Natural Health in their Bachelor of Health Science Myotherapy degree. So most days, Monday to Thursday, I'm teaching there and during the mornings I'm either seeing private patients or teaching there and seeing private patients in the afternoon and then on Fridays I'm working as an exercise physiologist at a clinic called Tree of Life Nutrition in Woolloongabba. Yeah, yeah, so that's generally what my occupation is during the week and on the um, of a morning after I finish training, I'll generally go and have a coffee and sit there and read a book and take my time, generally trying to set my day up the right way and then, yeah, other than that, I'm exercising or catching up with friends. Awesome. So I, I recently was introduced by Brent to his coffee shop, which is the Woodsman's Axe in Stones Corner there. Represent. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's a great little coffee shop. They're, they're really good with their coffee. It's one of two places that I'm, I'm starting to haunt now for my coffee on a regular basis. Yeah. I think, much like QKB, it's the community that really makes me enjoy that place. I go there every morning, I speak to the baristas, Adam and the other team there, and it's like a cathartic experience for me. Mm. <laughs> and, but it's just a great way to start my day, especially after leaving Queensland Kettlebells. So the community is such a yeah, lovely thing. Awesome. Yeah, and so what's the number one thing that you do that makes your life or that helps to make your life feel awesome? I would have to say, I learnt this a little bit last year. I had a pretty tough year regarding my mental health last year and I learnt that just by looking at what I did at the start of the day and when you know my mood was good and I felt good and positive, it was starting my day right. So I really take time to set my day up in a way that I know is going to positively influence the rest of my day. So I'll generally get up at five every morning, then come to QKB and train. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I go and have a coffee and either just chat for maybe a good hour and then or read a book. 
and then just take my time getting ready. And I usually don't start work until about 11 a.m. and work through till the evening. So then I'll head on into work and setting my day up has probably been one of the, the most positive influences on my life and is currently making my life awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. We had had a similar thing with Laura last week where she um, she takes stock every few months to try and make sure that she's heading in the right direction. And I think um, having that sort of daily practice as well as the the more global practice is a... Uh, it's a really cool way of trying to manage your life a little bit. Oh, definitely. I don't do any sort of structured meditation or anything, but I've got a pretty busy mind, so I'm always thinking about lots of things, and it's, yeah, just a great way to decompress and, yeah, just really relax and just settle into the day, if that makes sense. Mm. So, yeah, take my time to uh, let the hustle and bustle um, come about. Yeah, so I... I engaged in a practice for a few months last year and I probably shouldn't have stopped with uh, with a book called The Morning Miracle. Um, oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it, it, it basically involves five practices which is reading a little bit, taking a little bit of time for silence, doing a little bit of exercise, um, doing a little bit of journaling and then um, the fifth one is escaping me. Um, but it was a really nice way to start the day. I, I think I stopped doing it when we opened up the 5.30 class, so it might have been a little longer than, than six months ago. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> I think that might have been mine, actually. Um, that sounds great. Yeah, that's excellent. Well, I guess I'm kind of doing three of those things already. Yeah. Uh, but the journaling uh, isn't something I've never really done. Mm. Uh, and silence, I tend to be talking all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, oh, that's awesome. Do you have a specific goal at the moment, Brent? I would say I've, I've always got lots of milestones that I aim for, but probably a goal that I have at the moment is trying to become a strong first level one. And so going through the prep course with you at the moment, Piers, and mm -hmm. training for that in November is, yeah, definitely my, my goal at the moment, my physical training goal. Yep. Any others? Personally, um, other goal is to try and develop better kinetics a bit more and get a bit more recognition or awareness, yeah, more so awareness about what it is that I do with better kinetics. So trying to reach a wider audience and be able to help more people. And that's my personal goal currently, yeah. And just while you're talking about it, what do you do with better kinetics? Well, I like to say at better kinetics, I help people in pain or with dysfunction through minimalistic exercise and manual therapy mm -hmm. and education. So I truly believe that education is one of the most empowering things and especially if an individual can understand what it is about their movement or their daily practices that are causing them the pain or the processes behind that pain or dysfunction, it can go a long way to help them subscribe to their rehab and give them the knowledge to understand their body a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I can just assist with that process, but ultimately they can be the one that independently self-manages into the future and gets back into whatever it is that they love doing, their activities of daily living, occupation, training at Queensland Kettlebell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so spe specific rehab uh, is, is what, I, what I'm aiming to, to try and do with better kinetics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've, I've got a bit of a story here with this one. Um, so I had the, the pleasure um, for want of a better term, of, <laughs> of, uh, of needing Brent's help 
recently. I was was working on a front lever um, and was halfway down demonstrating doing it with, uh, from a straddle hold and all of a sudden kind of something went just behind my shoulder blade and r radiated across my back and um, I was in a world of hurt. I couldn't lift my head off the ground without feeling some significant discomfort. Um, and Brent worked with me for, for a couple of, for a while that day, probably a fair while that day, and then <laughs> once again on the Wednesday later that week. Um, and I was amazed because I, I figured I was probably not going to be training for a while, but by Thursday of that week, I was back on the bells and I actually think my functions improved as a result of, of the testing and the reactivation stuff that, that Brent did with me, which was really cool. Oh, thanks, Piers. I think I'm to blame for that, though, because I'm the one that suggested that we did the front levers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was just me having a douchebag moment. But, um, yeah, I, interesting, though, that you mentioned that your function has improved. So just que querying, do you think that's through becoming a little bit more aware about your position, say, with your shoulder girdle and thoracic spine and cervical spine? Uh, possibly. I think that it's as much as anything... Um, that the event was probably a culmination of an issue that had been underlying for a while. Um, and so by fixing the things that were causing that discomfort and identifying the root of the issue, I think we were able to then um, fix some stuff that had been working poorly for, for quite a bit. Oh, that's excellent. That's great to hear. Thanks, Fizz. Yeah. They are definitely finding the driver behind an issue or, or, or the root cause and is my primary focus. You, you would have experienced that. I'm a little bit, let's say, like anal and, yeah, over-analytical, but I do like to find the primary driver behind any dysfunction so I can treat the, the source and cause, not the symptoms. Mm. Ultimately, yeah, I've just personally found that has better outcomes and, and better longevity. Yeah, and, and the work that Brent did with Trent as well. Um, Trent's another just, gentleman who comes to visit who had a hip that was giving him grief and he could only squat about a quarter of the way down and then Brent did some kind of weird voodoo and all of a sudden he was sitting uh, on his haunches and enjoying the position. So that was that was kind of magical. By weird voodoo, Piers means evidence-based uh, manual therapy and exercise <laughs> practice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just literally finished treating Trent, actually. He not yeah. long walked out the door before we started. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving on, what was okay. the last book you read and what was the best thing about it? So this is not overly exciting, but the last book I read was uh, Manual Physical Therapy of the Spine <laughs> by, by Kenneth A. Olsen. What I found uh, quite fascinating, so at QKB there's quite a few chiropractors and a physio that all practice there and just learning a little bit more about chiropractics and the manipulation therapy that they use isn't something that I'm aware of or fully understand. So I learned a lot about what they look for in, in terms of joint locking and then creating thrust manipulation from that book. And what I was trying to do is understand that information better so I can maybe use those positions but turn them into mobilizations, which is within my scope of practice. Yep. But ultimately, yeah, just always great to revisit content that I maybe haven't read about for you know two years or so so it was, I really enjoyed it It was such an easy to read book as well mm. um, and also reading tools of the Titans by Tim Ferriss yeah because he's a big idol of mine 
Yeah, look, we had had a bunch of therapists and trainers come and visit the gym on on uh, Sunday. If you're interested in chatting to people like Brent, like Laura, um, and we've got some really other great people who come and visit that, please get in touch. Um, I should put some information on that podcast so people can find me, but go to the Queensland Kettlebells website and leave some information in the consult form and I'll add you to that Facebook group and, um, and you can come along. That's free and it's just people who like to uh, hang out with cool people and, and get smarter. I highly recommend that. It's so eclectic, honestly. It's wonderful. Yeah, a wonderful way to spend your Sunday afternoon. Um, what's your favorite food, Brent? Favorite cuisine is definitely Mexican cuisine, but favorite food would be a burrito. Oh, all right, cool. I'm not allowed to say all of the food, am I? No, no, that's cheating. That's <laughs> okay, so burrito. Yeah. Um, when people talk about liking all the food, it makes me think of the Magical Faraway Tree by Enid Blyton. Um, <laughs> and they go to this place. This is a massive aside, but I'm going to do it anyway. They go oh, to a place where, um, where they can make any ice cream they like. Um, and... They tell her the flavor and it just gets made. And some smart aleck says that they want to have, I think it was tuna bubble gum. It was something to do with fish as an ice cream. Yeah. Um, and they could make it with the magical faraway tree and it wasn't very tasty. So uh, I dare say all the food's probably not, not entirely accurate, according to Enid Blyton in the magical <laughs> faraway tree. Because we've digressed to Tangent City, I was just wondering uh, what ice cream would you have made? <laughs> uh... Uh, look, um, Moven Pick used to make a, a, a choc chip ice cream. It was vanilla choc chip, but rather than having choc chips, it had it was a stracciatella with shaved chocolate in it. Oh. Um, and they foolishly got rid of the shaved chocolate and went back to choc chips. And, uh, and so if I could make any ice cream, I'd bring that one back. Nice. That's really interesting. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, why do you choose to train at Queensland Kettlebells? That it would be because of you. And uh, <laughs> so meeting you was, um, yeah, quite a great experience for me. And then when I sort of understood more about how Queensland Kettlebell runs in, in terms of the structure of the classes and then it was introduced to the community, it just honestly woke I wake up and initially woke up every morning excited to go and train there and practice there. So, awesome. yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a, a broad range of things that, that make up the reasons that I choose to, to train there. Awesome. If you yeah. had a superpower, uh, what would it be? Oh, I was thinking about this a lot. So I was going to do something selfish like immortality, but then I thought... Um, I personally would like to be able to sort of see see the processes that go on in the body. So rather than just looking at the skin or a person's posture, being able to actually see like the inflammation processes that are occurring at a joint <laughs> and those sort of things to make my life a bit easier at times. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I don't know what sort of vision that is. Let's just say like MRI vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a super therapist. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> awesome mobilization man there you go <laughs> yeah, yeah um yeah look i think that's probably that probably covers off on a lot of the stuff that we were looking to to chat about um in this this particular episode 
Cool. Um, I'm looking through my list. Um, can we? Does that come through when my emails arrive? Do you hear the the bing? No, not at all. Fantastic. There was a bing <laughs> just then. Um, so, so I'm glad to know that that's not coming through for everyone. <laughs> um, so, um, some of the things that were mentioned today is that. Uh, the, the way Brent starts the day I thought was pretty cool. So looking at what you're going to do and setting yourself up by deliberately, um, you know, planning out your morning and your afternoon and evening. Yeah. The whole day. Um, <laughs> pretty much know. just the morning and then it's just, you know, run with the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, I also generally, and this is something I've been practicing since I got back from overseas earlier this year, but by the time I get to the to training of the morning, I've generally had about a liter of water to drink. Oh yeah, and good idea. Yeah, it's made a huge difference mm. in Just my energy levels and um, yeah, how I feel during training. So that's been a nice addition as well. Mm. Cool. Yeah, no, they, they, um, there's plenty to suggest that your body's primed to, to flush itself out after a night of, of, uh, of all the, the subconscious processes running. Yeah. Um, so... It's a, a liter of water is a good plan. It's yeah, I think so too. <laughs> um, in the next week, coming up at the gym, our program continues. We're doing horizontal push pull one day, vertical push pull the next, and uh, and variations on a theme. Um, and we have a beginner workshop tonight, but I dare say that won't. This may not be up before that happens. So if that does end up being the case, I'm sure we'll have another one on the website coming up soon. Um, <laughs> and the book that you talked about was the other thing? Oh, Manual Physical Therapy of the Spine. Manual Physical Therapy of the Spine. Yes. <laughs> um, so It's a compelling and rich fantasy novel. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so if you, are, if you work in the field and you'd like to know a little bit more about manipulation and what chiropractors do... Um, Brent recommends that one. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, look, thank you very much for, for being on the, the podcast, Brent. Oh, thank you, Pierre. Thanks for having me. It's been so cool. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and to everyone else, check out Brent's website at uh, www.betterkinetics.com.au, spelt the way it sounds. Um, and if you enjoy what we're doing here, please, uh, please follow the podcast, follow Queensland Kettlebell's Facebook page. Um, and if you don't like we're doing what we're doing here, please send me an email so that I can get better. Um, thanks very much, guys. See you later. Thanks, Steve. Dude.